You know we love our sponsors, and you know what I love more than sponsors? Tacos. Uh-huh, and that's why Kaltor is definitely my favorite. Whether you're looking for a holiday party or you're looking for a great meal, Kaltor, okay? Find them online, kaltor.com slash catering for all your holiday needs, or find one of their 27 locations in the DMV area. feisty today. Are you feeling feisty? I got lots of uh, sleep last night. You know, things are good. I, I went out. I, I went to a little event last night. Uh, it was nice to catch up with some old people that I haven't seen for a while. They weren't old, but just uh, people I feel like I've known now for now a long is, time. Is this the kind of feisty that I need to play a disclaimer now or the kind of feisty that I can play it in like in 20, 30 uh, seconds? You know what? Let's get it out of the way. Let's do it now. This is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and forced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Because when I say I'm feisty, that usually means I'm about to drop the F-bomb. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. Although, I, I mean, I, I probably will drop the F-bomb throughout this show. But uh, anyway, um, no, it was a good night. And how are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. I think good. I have the next... Okay, you know how we're always talking about how we need a product, Okay. We need yes. a product. The, fr- the podcast, we need a product. I think I have the product for us, and I think I have finally figured it out, Sarah, and I think we're going to be millionaires off this. <laughs> um, well, Sammy K does have some amazing ideas, and as you get to know this show, you will know this man uh, is is amazing at coming up with an app, coming up with a website, just a great concept guy. Mm-hmm. I got this idea. I'm telling you, it is Huge. Well, uh, welcome to the Hey Frage podcast. I'm Sarah Frazier along with Sammy Kay. And um, thank you so much for listening, by the way. We love you. You can catch us on podcastone.com. You can listen there. iTunes. Uh, and please leave an iTunes review over the holiday. You know, you're, down, you're hanging out at your parents' house. You've got nothing to do. You've turned on this podcast to stay up to date. Take like two seconds and then write us something. Uh, in the iTunes review. And today, actually, you can review this because apparently science has figured out the perfect measurements for a man's penis. Like the this, perfect, is the perfect this is the perfect penis. size penis. Every guy is literally downloading the measurement app right now on their phone. They're going to find a tape measurer. I don't need a tape measurer, but a ruler at least. And I think here's my qualify. I is think you're in the range. Because, per- dude, now if I sit there and I go, some girl's like, well, that's not the biggest penis I've had. I go, yeah, but it's the most perfect penis you've had. Really? Yours is... What makes yours perfect? No, what I'm asking. It? That's what I want to know. I oh, actually, okay. I'm waiting to find out the actual okay. number, Sarah. Okay, yes, you will get that. Um, also, Sammy's going to reveal his million-dollar uh, idea. And then also, you had this dilemma, which I thought was really interesting that we're going to talk about, because I can relate to this, mm-hmm. about how do you stop becoming a morning person, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, how do you stop being a morning person? Stop being a morning person. Because I think my friends are starting to hate me because of it. I am shocked. I thought you were a guy that, like... Like, I didn't think you had, like, a time. Like, I didn't think you were that guy that gets up in the morning. Like, me, I'm up, like, at 6 a.m. every day. No, I'm not saying morning, like, I'm not saying waking up early. It's the notion of being a morning person. Okay? The actual, like, being an actual morning person, I think, is ruining my relationship with my friends. Okay. Um, I can't wait to hear more about Mm -hmm. that. And then also, have you heard about this insane, insane story of a woman who was impersonating her boyfriend online? Awesome. Like, like came up with a whole fake 
fake Facebook account for him. Good for her. And then was fake harassing herself and had this man arrested like half a dozen times, practically ruined his life, and then it took like forever for her to get caught. Okay, now that's fucked up. Okay. That is fucked up. You think you've dated crazy? No. No. Not until you hear this story. Well, what's her name? I may have dated her in the past and just dodged a bullet. Uh, actually, I forget her name, but I'll bring up that story. Does it start with a K, A, or a T? I actually think I feel like it did begin with a K. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I feel like, you know, I don't know. I just feel all sentimental. I want to make out with somebody. I'm just feeling, like, really, like, touchy right now. <laughs> So thank you. Touch us through the microphone. Mm. Um, okay. I did want to tell you, though. We got a couple of emails, and I've been terrible. You know, I'm awful with our phone line. Yeah. Because people call and leave messages about the show. You guys want to weigh in on the show. And uh, until we have the money to have, like, a legit phone line again, um, you basically have to leave a message. We use Google Voice. We use Google Voice. And, and the cell phone, the cell phone, the Google number, so you can call anytime, is 207 613 6695. 207-613-6695. <laughs> okay, cool. I wanted to get to a couple of voice messages to kind of end out the year um, of people that wanted to weigh in on things. And over the past couple of weeks, we've talked about things like how much, you know, we had a woman write into us and her husband wants sex every day for 30 minutes. They're married without kids. Is that normal? And then we also did a really fascinating topic a while ago about interracial marriages. And in this story, anyway, they said that one of the biggest things for interracial couples is more about food and traditions than it is about like getting comments. And this was things that were challenges for interracial couples. And it was basically like you go to one person's house, they don't like the food because their family isn't used to eating that. And then it was essentially like traditions were very hard to uh, okay. to bridge the gap. But somebody called in to weigh about that, in on that. Do you have a okay. couple of those phone I calls? I think I have. You're talking about from the one from the top one, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's play this. I think this is about sex and a marriage. There is Sammy, TCB. Anyway, on your topic from yesterday's show regarding the woman asking about sex every day for 30 minutes or whatever like that. Listen, sweetheart, I got two kids, okay? I would love to get my dick touched more than once a month. So if I will do it, okay? Just get it in. Just because it's going to get worse. You're going to have your first kid. You're not going to get any sleep for like a year. All right? You're not going to care about anything. Just you know what? Get all of it in as much as you can wow. right now because it just goes down. It uh, goes down. Uh, I think that's <laughs> it. They just hung up. And that was it. And they just hung up, I guess. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, there you go. From a married perspective. Thanks, oh, GCB. Oh, that's awesome. TBC, whatever. Thank you so much on that. Okay, there you go. Get it in now. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Once you have kids. I, I, like, I feel like I you know, I need sex all the time. How am I going to have kids now? How? Well, Please, Sarah, you know, hot, you, you, as my mom says, she tells me I have hot pants. I don't know if you know how kids are made, but it involves having sex all the time. So <laughs> yeah, this IUD is firmly in place. I'm okay. telling you. Um, and then is this the is this the voice message about the woman that's in an interracial relationship herself and wants to weigh in? This one's about the Brazil. I can't really tell. Oh, really? We'll play it then. Is this about a Brazilian? Oh, it says something about skeet shooting. Is that known? Does that make any sense to you? Yes. Yes. Okay. This is the one. This okay. is the one. Hi. Uh, first of all, um, you should go skeet shooting. It's way more exciting than a cooking than a cooking class, and you can learn to cook at home. And second, um, I want to answer your question about the struggles that interracial couples face. Okay. I'm in a relationship with a white passing man, and I think um, our biggest struggle is actually talking about politics 
Um, he's very um, stoic and pragmatic, pragmatic about things that happen, and I'm way more emotional. Um, so I think that is a major source of contention in our relationship. Um, but that's it. Thanks so much, and I love the show. Bye. Oh, we love you. Oh my God. Well, let me tell you about being emotional. I feel like it's every woman. I can I can completely understand why people get divorced. I understand why women are lesbians. I'm trying to be one myself. It is so hard to live and coexist with a man because they're so different. It's just like impossible. Well, I feel like I'm the emotional one most times in the relationship. Really? Yeah, I'm the one that's got to like tell them to remind them like, all right, be fucking nice. Remember, we're still in a relationship here. Be nice. Like I have to always. I feel like I say that all the time. You wait. You in were relationships telling your in the past. I've told to people. Nice? See, I've always been like. I've always been like. Okay, now, hey, hold on. I got feelings here. Be nice. You know. Really. Just send me a text every once in a while. Just tell me you're thinking about me. Like I feel like I'm like the emotional one. <laughs> well, I do think you are more of an emotional guy, and you're kind of a rare breed because I don't think that most men are like that. Oh, uh, that's. Uh, I guess that's not a good thing because. <laughs> I think it is. I've been it is a that. good thing. I've been I noticing think... that. I think women love having a more emotional guy. And you're a talkative guy. Are you a talkative guy in relationships? Because that's my problem with in my relationship with Dan. It's like Dan doesn't want to... Like, I like chit-chat. Like, I talk I like to myself. Talk. I talk to myself in almost every relationship with my men, okay? Really? I'll go there and, like, you know, they'll get home from work. I'll go, let's say, pick them up. Or let's say I'll go meet them after work. Or we'll go to a happy hour or something like that. It's, oh, hey, how are you, babe? And they're pretty much good. After that, they feel like we have had all the conversation we need for the night. But I'm there talking, even though I know their day was shitty. I'm like, so, how was your day? Shitty. Oh, well, that's awesome. I was associated today, like, compared to other days. Like, I just, I'm a talker. I like to talk. So a lot of times I've found that for me, like, in a successful, like, any successful relationship I've had, I've noticed just to have conversations with myself, and I'm totally fine with that. Interesting. So, like, I will sit there and talk for roughly 45 minutes, and all they have to do is go, "Uh uh-huh, yep, Mm mm-hmm. Does that bother you? No, because I'm really entertaining. Like, yeah, I tell people this. I go, well, in theory, I get, you know, my job is to talk for a living. So, like, I know I'm fucking good at it. So, yeah, I don't mind listening to myself talk. <laughs> yeah. Like, I do this like, for a okay. living. You know, it'd be one thing if I was, you know, if I, was, if I didn't do it for a living. I feel like, oh, maybe I wouldn't like it. But I feel like I do it for a living. And I feel like it gives me practice for the next day's work. I just, I don't know. Dan doesn't like a lot of small talk. And I'm like, really? I love to talk. I don't understand how you don't want to talk to me all the time. I feel like a shark in swimming. You know, like if they stop swimming, they die. If yeah. I stop talking, I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah, Cause it's, it's, it's what it's there for. Well, anyway, I can I can relate to you. The caller, the woman that just called in about, you know, that you're way more emotional. I am, too. Are you going to go skeet shooting with Dan now? Yeah. Actually, we are going skeet shooting um, coming up in January with one of our listeners, John Morgan. He's taking a skeet shooting. He reached out. Dude, I love John. JM uh, yeah, reached out. good I don't old John. Know. I always say people's last names. I don't know if John, it's, whatever. Yeah, you just say their last names. <laughs> I, just, I just said I like John. I am so excited. I have never been skeet shooting, but I am, uh, I can't wait. I wonder, I'm sure there's a lot of technique, but basically you just watch the little, like, clay thing come out of the thing, right? They go, pull! And yeah, then, that's the skeet, isn't it? Yes. Is that the skeet part of it? We are going skeet shooting. I can't wait. I haven't shot a gun since I was, like, 12. Really? Yeah. You shot a gun when you were 12? Oh, my God, yes. I grew up wow. in Maine. Okay, but still. We, I... Our dad used to take us out target practicing and then build a fire and make us hot dogs. Are you going to listen to the Ying Yang, uh, Little John and the East Side Boys? I'm sorry. Why? You're going out there? Oh, is this the skeet skeet? Alright, Sarah, get ready. Alright, Sarah, ready. Pull! Got it. God damn. 
I'm excited. Oh for my that. god! Do you think I'm going to be a good skeet shooter? I guarantee you that um, you will upset everyone at the gun range if you start playing Why? that song. Oh. You should start playing that song and Snapchatting like Paul and I skeet skeet motherfucker. I can't wait. So John, we are so excited. Oh, that's Load awesome. Up. I'm actually glad here. I think John, like I've hung out with John a few times, you know, and I think he was smart enough to not invite me skeet shooting. He goes, no, no, Sammy gets messy. I don't think I want Sammy to go out and to treat it like it's going to be a party and then start shooting guns afterwards. Oh, because oh, oh, so you, you, so you shouldn't you, go if you I smoked. Appre- or I appreciate him not inviting me. Yeah, I actually do appreciate that. He said that um, he knows this place out in Virginia and will go and learn, I, I guess, how to skeet. And I will. I'm going to skeet everywhere. <laughs> I believe. Okay. Can't wait. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> I, can't wait. I am wearing my glasses that day, and I'm going to be like a Can great shot. We make that shot. little ringtone, just that little bit of you going. I'm going to skeet everywhere. Yeah, pull. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but I'm ready for real ducks. Fuck the decoys. Oh, you want to shoot actual animals? Sure, absolutely. Give me a hunting dog. Absolutely, I'm ready to get that thing out there. You want to take Magoo? <laughs> Yeah, but all they need is their nose anyways. <laughs> no, I mean, first of all, let me practice once. I'm afraid I'd shoot Magoo. I couldn't do that to you. I mean, I mean, can you imagine? Well, oh, my God. Let's be honest. He can't get any worse than he is now. We'd be in more therapy. It'd be, no, absolutely not. You would be in therapy for shooting my dog. <laughs> well, you'd have to come with me. I would not. I would just be like, well. Are you going to um... work through that together? I think if someone shoots your dog, like, aren't you going to be? And then you work with them. Yeah, then we that would be like our excuse to actually get the therapist. Do you understand that like if you shot my dog, I would never have to worry about anything in our friendship for the rest of our life. It would be anything, over? Any no any no, it would never be it would, no, it wouldn't be over, but I know that no matter what I do, no matter what I ever possibly do in our friendship, I never shot and killed your dog. So like it's fine. <laughs> like I could literally say you could walk in on me and Dan just 69ing, right? And then I could look at you afterwards and be like, "You know what, Sarah? That's bad." You killed my dog. But it's not like shoot your dog and killed it. Okay, Magoo is not going skeet shooting. I do not want that on my shoulders. Absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, There was two other emails, though, that I was going to get to. So for one, a woman writes to us. She's a longtime listener and fan. She says, just so you guys know, I've heard you talk about um, you don't think that kids are listening. I have a two-year-old, and we listen to your podcast while we're in the car all the time. Great. So your kid just heard about skeet and 69 all within the last three minutes. That's fantastic. I apologize, child. She says, I just shift the sound in the car. So she can't really listen. Luckily, she's picked up all her curse words from her mother-in-law, so you guys are all good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's okay. That's great, then. Yeah. Great. Oh, my God. Also, um, I got this, too, and I know this is your favorite thing. Sarah and Sammy, I've been listening to the Hey for Age podcast for about a month now, and I love it. I hear you guys talk about mindful eating and living, and I wanted more information. Can you please let me know if there's a website and or person I can contact? Yeah, Sarah Frazier. Yeah. It's at oh. Hey Frazier. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I love mindful eating. As you know, I talk about it. Mindfulness, by the way, is its a very simple practice but difficult to master. It takes a little while, but it's so worth it. And it essentially is your body will tell you what it wants to eat. It will tell you when you're satisfied before you get super full. And it will tell you, it will actually bring you to your own natural weight. Is mindfulness kind of like karate where you get like a belt every time you go past the new step? Yeah, it really is mind-blowing. I recommend if you are at the point you want therapy, and she can be pricey, so do your own investigating. And I'm not sure she takes insurance or not, but Robin Mize is the woman that coached me through and ended up helping me lose the 50 pounds, keep it off. Um, and I've been at the same weight now for like three years without dieting. I eat whatever I want. You know, you see me. You don't eat whatever you want, Sarah. I do. I eat whatever I want because I wake up with heartburn and indigestion every day. You eat mindfully. 
Right. Well, because and that's the truth is mindfulness will show you that after a while you don't crave pizza and chips. Like you think if you get off a diet and you have permission to eat whatever you want, you're going to go crazy. But the interesting part is, and you might have those moments, but mindfulness, your body actually wants healthy things when you slow down. And, and one of the biggest two lessons was for me not eating in front of the TV, not eating in the car. Because if you're eating and doing something else, you're not truly hungry. I What? Yeah. If I'm no, that's the practice of times, mindfulness. You're not times hungry. in the car when I haven't eaten at all all day long, and it's 4 p.m. and I go, "Oh my god, I just need to have a sandwich or a bag of chips or something." But if you stopped and you tuned into your body for like five minutes, meaning you just like parked the car, you took deep breaths. Well, then I'm late, and then I'm stuck in traffic even longer, and then you I can can't. Get... Your body is stressed, tired, headache. I ate chicken curry this morning for breakfast, Sarah. Let's just put this in perspective right here. I think I got a lot bigger steps to take than me just taking five minutes off and thinking about my body. You begin to tune into your body. You stop. You slow down. You eat every single bite. And the interesting part, too, of mindfulness is after about five bites, you lose the flavor. If you're not that hungry, after about five bites, you're actually satisfied. Because then you begin to lose taste. And once you start losing taste of food, you're no longer really hungry. You're just eating to eat. I cook pretty damn well, Sarah. I'm going to tell you this. Like, I cook pretty damn well. So, I, I no, I agree with you. But if you're interested in giving up dieting for good and never go on one again like I did, I had had it, I had done them all, um, Robin Mize is a great person to look into. And then Janine Roth is the writer, and she writes this incredible book. Honest to God, I think if women read one book, and men, because I believe this is a gentleman who wrote me. So I'm sorry it's this title, but the book is called Women, Food, and God by Janine Roth, and it will revolutionize your life it will change every aspect of your life because food ultimately tells everything about your relationships your work relationships it's amazing so what it's belt amazing. are you are you a green belt or a black belt now i don't think i'm quite a black belt i think you know it takes a lifetime to master that really i'm not good in the mindfulness of i, I wish i meditated every day slowed down um you know, I think, too, it, with true mindfulness and if you're truly awake, you begin to take things less personally, less emotionally. You begin, you come from a place of love for everything and everyone. That's hard to master. The black belt is, uh, yeah. yeah. have you ever dealt with traffic before? Fuck everyone. It's a lot. Yeah. So there's a book. There's a, a recommendation. Sammy said, my website's hayforage.com. I try to write at least once a, a month about something to do with mindfulness. So there you go. Um, okay, I've got a million stories we got to get to. And your idea and also your dilemma about being a morning person. Um so here are the best work environments to, to uh, work in in 2017. Okay, these are supposed to be the top five companies that are the best. Any guesses? Have you ever think you've have you ever worked? I don't think Whole Foods even makes the list, but oh, Wegmans is number 50 on it. Oh, Wegmans. That's on, okay. That was on the same line, same thing. You ever worked for a company that made a list of the best companies to work for? You mean has Clear Channel or Cumulus <laughs> ever been on that list? Is that what you're asking me? Cause that's, are those only the two major companies? I mean, the only two major companies I've had full-time jobs with. Oh, I Everyone else that. I did part-time work or freelance work for him. Um, okay, number five on the list. I haven't worked for any of these either, so we're all screwed on this. But if you have, um, out of Illinois, Worldwide Technology. Well, worldwide Tech. I have heard that, uh, okay. It's like a the technology consulting tech groups company? are really supposedly good for you. These are supposed to be amazing, and this includes everything from pay, time off, benefits, work environment, um, you know, your co-relationships with your, work, your co-workers. Number four on the list is Google. 
still one of the largest internet search sites and smart people data driven decisions and it's a culture of accomplishing things um, people love working there number three is Boston Consulting Group which is a global business and management consulting company a great career progression happens there they really collaborate with their employees and great benefits number two is Facebook wow really wow I'm surprised at that because I've heard mixed reviews about that and then number one is Bain and Company which is fast-paced, dynamic work environment. This is done by Business Bain? Insider. I don't know if people would wow, agree with okay. this. Which isn't that Mitt Rom part of like Mitt Romney's company? I'm not sure if that's like the one that people really loved. But yeah. anyway, it gets number one on Business Insider. So there you go if you're looking to change careers. Um, this girlfriend, I can't imagine. You think you've dated crazy. There's nothing like this. Uh, a woman is now going to be spending several years in jail, excuse me, after she impersonated her boyfriend online. Stephanie Renee Lawson. Does that name sound familiar to you? Stephanie Renee. Actually, no, that was close, though. 25. This could have been you. Um, Stephanie was dating a man in 2015 named Tyler Parker Vest. He was arrested four times, all stemming from claims that he had harassed Stephanie, which were all not true. Um... And then not only that, this is terrible. What Parker Fest was even housed or um, held at one time in jail, where his bail was raised to two hundred thousand dollars, and his grandparents had to offer up their home in Irvine, California, as collateral. Uh, it began to unravel, though, in court when some of the messages didn't make sense, and that's when attorneys said, "Hey, you know what? We ought to really audit her phone to find out, like." If these messages are coming from him because he seemed to have alibis when these were apparently sent. She impersonated him, by the way. She, she put pictures, his life, updates on Facebook. So created this entire Facebook page that looked like him, only it wasn't. Uh, come to find out after they had got audits from um, Facebook as well as cell phone companies, which they say took months because they kept kept getting kickbacks from Facebook, they realized that Lawson had set up the account all by herself and had made the threats against herself. Damn, that is awesome. But this is so sad, though, because this guy was arrested four times, paid thousands of dollars in court fees. Well, I hope well, now she's got to be held accountable for all those, right? She's well, got to pay back, probably. She is. Uh, charges against Parker, Fest, Parker Vest were eventually dropped. His story concluded with a sad coda, though. His grandparents, the same ones who offered their home as collateral for bail, attended each one of his court hearings believing that he was innocent. Um, but his grandmother died before he was exonerated. After his release, Parker Vest moved to Texas with his grandfather. Oh, my God. What? This woman is sick. So then she will be thrown in jail for all this, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going to jail, yeah. yeah and then she's got to pay back all the money, so it's all good. All charges were dropped against Parker Vest on October 6th. She was arrested September 28th and could be facing 25 to 35 years in I'm prison. I'm telling you, I actually knew a girl. Like, I didn't date her, right? But she was dating this guy, and I was friends with her, and she told me what she was up to. And at that point, I had to, like, stop being friends with her because she had told me that she had actually created a false... Um, Twitter account, right? Okay. Okay. Or false Facebook account, but with all the pictures and all the information of her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Her boyfriend's Okay. So Why? she was in this guy because even though they weren't friends on, on <gasps> Facebook, was she, she found him? him, created this account, started posting exactly what she would post every day to make it seem legit. Added him on Facebook, in which he accepted because he was like, okay, yeah, it's fine. I can accept people on Facebook. Doesn't mean I'm cheating. He never reached out or anything. But then she would send him messages from the ex, supposedly, to test him. And then he'd be like, then literally send the message. And then the next day at night, she'd be like, 
So, uh, did you talk to anyone? Holy shit, that like, is crazy. That, that person like, and is And she nuts. sat there, and then finally got the account got, I think, taken off because I think someone saw that there was a fake account for the woman. And then that was why I was taken off. They didn't realize that it was actually the current girlfriend of her ex-boyfriend. Oh, that is so, ugh, absolutely yep. nuts. Yep. Um, ugh, I don't know, totally. I can't even imagine. I feel like people are put through such hell, though. I don't even know where you go from that. That poor guy. I mean, his grandparents put up their house. I mean, where do you go? I hope that woman spends a ton of time in jail. How do you feel about this? So uh, Angela Merkel, who's the um, prime minister of Germany. Prime minister? Is she or is she president? What's the I actual term? I believe it's term? called prime minister. but Oh, it's chancellor, isn't it? Thank you. Chancellor. chancellor. Yeah, German chancellor. Uh, now says that she is for a burqa ban, saying that the full veil is not appropriate. And an astonishing U-turn. Now, Merkel has been known to be more open-minded, opening borders in Germany. And this seems to be a dramatic shift that she uh, has made these statements a couple of weeks ago. Um, she's calling to outlaw the burqa and um, wherever possible, which is, I guess the burqa is always full coverage. No, so... The okay. burqa is just... Well, yeah, if they want like, the burqa, I think when they refer... I think the issue is that there's... There's so many different languages in which people celebrate, people, you know, um, they practice Islam in, right? Okay. And so you say a word, and that could be an Afghani word, or it could be a Pakistani word, or it could be a Singaporean word, or it could be, you know, an Indonesian word, or an Arabic word, but like, it doesn't mean, like, like, in my, I have never referred to, no one in my family has ever said, oh, they're wearing a burqa, unless they're talking about someone wearing the full body, whatever. Right, and that's just because that's like a new term. And we always call it hijab, or they go, "I'm going to wear a scarf." Like, okay. So, how do you? Because you're, you know, you obviously are Muslim. You were raised Muslim. Um, You're from Tunisia. She uh, Merkel goes on to say, "With us, the rule is show your face. That's why the veil is not appropriate, and it should be banned." The CDU party wants to ban the full face veil in courts, schools, and universities, as well as in road traffic and during police checks. A full ban, as introduced in France, is thought to be incompatible with Germany's rules. Uh, Miss Merkel blasts marks as. as a change in in politics, she's been very open, like I mentioned, in opening borders to millions of refugees a year ago. She repeatedly criticized populist politicians playing to right-wing voters. But this is a drastic change. But no, it's not, though. She's saying that you just can't cover your entire face, which if you look at it, 99%, like 99% of Muslim women who do practice and do cover are literally just covering their hair. They're not and doing a full... It. How many times... Like, how many women have you seen walking around D.C. with a full fucking face covered? No, but you'll see women all around with scarves on. So, but let me ask you this. Do you think it's a good idea that this ban is happening? Well, if they would ban it based on... If they say that I cannot wear a mask when I go into a public place... Ah, uh, it's like the, the same, same thing. thing. That's the same thing. That's not my religion, okay? Got That's it. not my religion at all. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, yeah, if you want to say that, and they're skewing the idea of being modest, right? The whole idea of the hijab or the scarf is to be modest, okay? The fact that you think that modesty entails someone having to cover their entire face means that you are a sick and disgusting human being to begin with. That's And extreme. that you're completely bastardizing what the actual word was. The notion that they're saying that, hey, yes, you should be modest in public, that's fine. Modesty is everyone's own thing. I have, you know, I know 
my cousins a dress you know they don't they don't wear the scarf at all my mother may wear the scarf sometimes sometimes she doesn't okay you know if she's out there and it's hot she's gonna wear a shirt that's three quarters sleeve she's not covering up her entire body she's like it's fucking hot out i'm gonna wear capri pants i'm gonna wear this you know what i mean like modest though she's just trying to be modest so the notion of having to cover your face to maintain modesty is just some really sick and twisted thing. And I think that's what she's trying to eliminate. So us. let me ask you- The only people that are going to be upset about this are extremists. As a Muslim, I can tell you the only people that I know that can be upset about this are extremists. Or white people that have no fucking clue what they're talking about. You know what I mean? So, but let me ask you this. So is it a certain religious, like, okay, when you say extremists have everything covered, right? So a couple of times, you know, I think everybody's seen a, a woman who has from head to toe and only the eye slit. Yeah, and that's an ex- that's an extremist household here. Get, you gotta get over it. There's someone that's, just, they're the same kind of household that when you find... It's like an extreme Christian. Extreme Christian household, when you realize that your neighbor, that they have six kids and those kids are never allowed to leave the house and they go to church and they only, they only leave to go to church and they're homeschooled. It's and that kind of... It's that same kind of extremism. You okay. know what I mean? I, I didn't know how you felt if this was like a good move for them yeah, no, or I'm not. Like, cause the, I don't know. No Muslim that I know that I hang out that I associate with would be upset over them not ha- them being able to, them having to show their face. You know what I mean? So if you're covering your face, that means that someone's telling you that and it doesn't like that's not modesty. Interesting. That's, that's just crazy. Okay. I mean, I yeah, I'm just so fascinated by it because I don't know if it's like, like I had doing some, more harm in the world I by banning these things. I had some of my friends yesterday come to me and they're like, this is so wrong. How can you stand for this? And I was like, hold on, ladies. I'm going to sit you down here. Like, I get you think that everyone should have the right to do what they want, but that's not – that's like, you know, we, you, yes, they have the right to do that, but, that, but, that, but, they're, but they're, covering, they're covering their face. That's not what Islam is. They're not because they're going to ban this, that all of a sudden the nation of Muslims in Germany won't be able to practice Islam. No, no, no. Everyone that's still practicing, everyone that's pretty normal, everyone that's living a normal German life, you know, but lives as a Muslim, this isn't going to affect them. Interesting. Okay. It's only going to affect the crazies. Like That's fascinating. I just wondered how people felt about it because, uh, you know, they're trying to play it up that it's an extreme change for her. But I think when you preface it as the same way as, like, you're not allowed to wear a mask in a convenience store. Same thing. It's, it's the, the same, same shit. They're saying the same thing. Because also, I don't know if you realize this, but there are numerous instances where people have robbed places under the guise of being Muslim women. And it's because they right. dress like that. Like, they're having an issue right now in Europe that now they have all the Romani and a lot of the gypsy population that are, like, you know, stealing people. They're pickpocketing, stuff like that. Guess what they're dressing like? Full They're dressing in full hijab. Muslim. What do you call hijab. it? Well, they're, they're dressing, like, in the scarf. They're dressing in the, they're the full Muslim attire. You know what I mean? Okay. And they walk around under the guise of being Muslim, only you realize they're not Muslim. They don't speak a lick of Arabic. They don't speak anything that has to do with Islam. You know what I mean? Like... At all. So it, it doesn't, you don't feel like it, this infringes on someone's religious rights? No, it doesn't. It infringes on some crazy's rights. Interesting. Oh, I bet we'll get emails about that. Good. I hope they're going to say, Sammy, you're right. <laughs> they probably, maybe they will. Uh, you can always email us, Sarah at HeyFrage.com. It's S-A-R-E-H at HeyFrage.com. It's Sammy K at HeyFrage.com. Uh, two things that are going on in your life. You were saying you have this million-dollar idea, okay. this app. All right. So I know we're always looking for the next, because like, we have to brand ourselves with something. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, we like, need that's a what product. You okay, we need a product, right? And I've had some good ideas in the past, you know, like uh, sandwich mittens. What were those? They were mittens that were just made out of bread, so that way you could just, like, put mayonnaise on it, then put some turkey, put some tomato, put some lettuce, you just, like, close your hand, then you just, like, then you could, like, eat around it, but that way you didn't have to actually use, like, two hands to hold your sandwich, it would just be on one. Or, like, remember I also had the great idea of turds with friends? Turds with friends. Yeah, it was, like, words with friends, but it was just 
pooping oh, yes. back and forth. I think people love that one. So that one that was a good idea. But I think now, Sarah, I have the one that will actually be easy. And I think we can do. We just need a programmer. I'm willing to offer 50% to anyone that can help us program <laughs> this. this. Total okay. Shark All right. Okay. What is that? It's called the P friend. The P friend. P friend. Okay. All right. And the whole idea is it's an app that you add to your phone so that when you take a picture, think you can add a filter that'll immediately zoom in on people's crotches and it'll make it look like they peed. So it'll just like take little dark marks and make dark marks. So when the photo comes out, it looks like they peed themselves. So, so you want to do an app that looks like me? I peed. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be an app. It's like how they have like you can download filters for like my phone. Like I. Camera filters I added to my phone. Okay. Right? So it's in the, I want to make a filter that when you swipe over and it gets there, you just got to sit there and point on the crotch and it'll zoom in and realize where the legs are and it'll just make this kind of dark, wet spot. So it looks like in every photo. So that way you can be out with your friends at night, take a, like, all right, guys, take this really good picture. Ding. And then the next day, post the picture, but you use the P app, you know. <laughs> And then boom, I think people will love it this. It shows that, it, like, I was like, oh my God, dude, Sarah, you peed yourself. Look at that. Did you know you peed? Like, I, didn't, I was drunk last I'm like, you were so drunk, you don't remember peeing yourself. But look, it's in this picture. You're so. And that's what I want to do. I just want an app that'll make it that we can take pictures and it'll make people look like they peed themselves. I love it. One of these, one of the, I mean, you know, of everything, of course, you found the golden one that you're doing, Snacklands. But once that's obviously achieved millions of dollars in sales, what, what of these do you think will be the next one? I really like, want to focus back on either Turds with Friends or the Pete. App. I think the Turns with the, friends or the P app. I think will the be P next. app is the big one. That's the one I really want to focus on. Because who wouldn't pay ninety nine cents? Like ninety nine cents, right? And I know that I can sit there, take a picture of my friends, and make it look like they peed themselves. I'm paying that. I, I I'm paying that. Well, you know what? Would you buy? P- I peed. Is I peed. It, I would call I peed. Or what did you want to call it? I, I, I call it P friends. P friends. P friends. Okay. Te- you need to text us. Or uh, sorry, you need to. Social media us or text or we can us. call it the Tinkle Filter. You know, whatever we want. I'm down to change the name. Whoever wants to invest, get your, get your name in line. Filter. Get your name in line. I think you'll get an investor. I really I, do. Look, at, I'm telling you, Sarah, do you want to say, like, who, you, you wouldn't spend 99 cents for that? Um, gee, no, I wouldn't. I don't really have a lot of apps. I mean, I have the ones that filter my face, but that's about it. Well, how about if you could filter your but, pants, too? I mean, how often am I going to? And, I mean, I'm sure a lot of men are going to buy turds with friends, but I really don't want to see what someone's shit, you know, and You're then one-up them. Okay, hold on, Sarah. What you do is, turds with friends was an app, if you don't know, okay, in which after you're done, right, so I would sit there and I would decide I want to start a battle shit with Sarah, right? Okay? (laughs) So I would sit there and I would take my first one and then I would take a picture of the bowl and it would, using its technology, right, see exactly how much of the space of the bowl was covered with that and it would give me a point score. Okay, based on color and how much space was used. Okay, <laughs> so disgusting. And then it would that send, not... and then it would send the picture of that and my score to Sarah. And now Sarah knows. Oh, damn! All right, well, I got to do this, and then she would get to go, and we would decide whether we want to do like a three round, a two round, a one round. You know, we could even do like a seven round, so it lasts us all week. I and then at the not... end, it combines our scores, and it would say who was the best. So it's kind of like words <laughs> with friends, but with you know. Maybe the sandwich mittens are, are. I'll be. I'll purchase those. I think I'll stick with the sandwich mittens and snack ones. You didn't like the tortilla. You didn't like the salsa sombrero either. <laughs> Sammy, no. I'm sorry. Like I love your ideas, but I don't want to eat a sombrero tortilla chip hat it's with an salsa entire, it off was someone's a, head. It was a hat made of tortilla chips, Sarah. <laughs> you just walk by. You go. Tick. 
pick off a piece <laughs> and anyone... dip it on top, and then you could eat it. It was it was Who genius. Who wants to eat off someone's nasty hair? You don't People have to eat off my hair. Sarah, you know, that's the thing. The part that's touching my head, you can't eat because that's the bowl of the salsa. <laughs> okay, it was the around area that the tortilla chip was there. And you just oh sit, my god! Whatever, man. Oh god! I, no, I am not interested in that at all. But I think these are genius, by the way. Okay, get your penis out. I want to see if it's the perfect dick size. I want to know what size you it is. You and Austin, first. the intern. All right, Austin, you whip it out. <laughs> No, he's just shaking. Yeah, you gotta start paying him for that one. <laughs> All right, a new study from the University of California, Sammy, and the University of New Mexico took 75 women aged 18 to 65 and presented them with 33 different sized 3D penis uh, models. God damn it, this is gonna be bad okay. for me. The results found that the average preference was for a penis that measured 6.3 inches in length and 4.8 around. Do you have a measuring tape? 6.3 in length inches? and how long around? 4.8. So, um, okay. Wait, yeah, so this is like the ideal inches. Penis. How but long mine's is that? flaccid right now, Sarah. Like I'm doing the show. I'm not like completely like hard on for the show. Okay, I don't are know. you hard on? At the, I, what, I what do you think it is at, at capacity? At, at capacity? I don't know. Is this six inches? Yeah. No. Is that? So, what do you think? The diagonal's five point seven. The diagonal's is, five point seven. The so diagonal is five seven. Pretty sure. Yeah. Sammy, is your dick that big? That's a big penis. So you're talking another inch? That's idea. That's a massive penis. I don't really want to talk about my dick size right now without like proper stimulation. <laughs> Wait, do you think that it's four point eight around? Uh, I think it's, cause that's just like you're thinking like that's just an inch, right? An inch around, right? Four point eight inches around. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying so that's like an inch in thickness. Then you're talking about roughly like an inch in thickness. So that makes sense. Like a dick's about that big. Whereas for a one-time sexual encounter, the average plastic penis that woman cho- that the women chose was measuring 6.4 inches and 5 inches in circumference. So that's what they want in a one-night stand. They just want the big, big ends. So <laughs> this is a bit problematic, though, according to science, because the average male penis is 5, 2 inches long and 4, 6 inches around. That was revealed last year in a global okay. study of 15,000 so, men. So all these, women, all these women wanted something that wasn't even average? Um, correct, so yeah. Now the perfect penis is now a penis that doesn't even exist <laughs> yes. because women just don't realize what they're getting themselves into. Do you know what this article yeah, came which out? Which sets up people for disappointment. I'm going to throw this out there that if they had this article and it was like, okay, what are the what are the most perfect breasts, men? And they had 75 men do this. Clearly men would pick like G's <laughs> and then women would be mortified and call this call sexist and call pigs and say, like, yeah, this is why men can't think anything correctly. I'm glad to know that women thought the same thing. Okay. Um, and by the way, uh, close to 3% of uh, men in America do have a micro penis, which is an, a penis that is 2.8 to 3.9 inches flaccid. And around... Uh, Wait, flaccid? They're talking about 6 inches flaccid? Who the fuck has a 6-inch dick flaccid? Wait, hold, Who on. Is like, hold on, maybe I'm reading that one wrong. Two, right. and I, are you telling me that because my dick is 3 inches long when I'm not doing anything? I have a micro penis now, no, Sarah? I have a micro penis. <laughs> Give me your phone. I'm going to go. Wait, I think. See, here's the story. I read the, the first one correctly, but then I clicked on that 3.3% uh, of all men have a micro schween in America. And I think I, I just haven't read the story, so I'm not sure. I, I don't want to misquote. No, no, no. This, is, this one was erect, the study that they did. But okay, it's, so three it's, inches erect is a micro penis. 
because you just told me three inches flaccid was a micro penis, which means that there's a lot of people with micro penis. Because no. like every grower that's not a shower. No, is I a, think they're talking three inches. That's it. That's it. That's like, it. Total. Completely erect. Completely rock and roll. Yeah, completely rock and roll. Okay, but that makes because sense. the the original study of these women that wanted a six point three inch penis, that was like full on. That was fully erect. Yeah, that and was. That's a big penis. <laughs> Yes. So, but I'm shocked. Don't you think that more than three percent of American men have a micro schween, like a three inch? Di- How three inches is that? Yeah, I mean they're talking about flaccid, though, right? Or they're talking about no, hard. they're hard. They're talking hard. Yeah, that's really small for hard. <laughs> that's really small for hard. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but that's really small for Okay, hard, well, so, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to become a morning man. No, I'm, I mean, trying, I'm trying to unbecome a morning person is what I'm trying to become. You're trying to become a night owl, right? Yeah, it's totally screwing up my life Good. now. I get my, you know, hold on. But I think it's, you're saying, like, I think you're considering it to be more time. It's not about time, Sarah. Like, I don't need to wake up at 6 a.m. like you, okay? That's not what I'm talking about when I say I'm not trying to become a, I'm not trying to be a morning person anymore. A morning person, right, like everyone knows, a morning person is someone who wakes up in the morning and they're fucking super happy to be around. They're excited to be alive. They're cheery. They're yeah, that's joyful. Me. I do the same thing. I wake okay. up every day. I love my best hours but, are the first four hours. But I'm which trying is to why... explain that a morning person doesn't have to be the actual time. Okay? okay. A morning person just means that if you wake up at 8 a.m., the second you wake up. You're awake and you're alive, right? And you're talkative and you want to have conversations and you're ready for the day, right? Okay. Where unfortunately, 99% of my friends are the exact opposite of that, okay? They're okay. the ones that wake up in the morning, they need to you know, sit in bed, read some of their phone a little bit. Go brush their teeth. Yeah, they take don't want to speak to you. They don't it's want to crazy. speak to anybody. They just want to have their coffee. Not until around noon or so do they even want to even say hello to anybody. And I've started to learn that my friends, a Nuts. lot of them, hate me for this because we'll meet up at you know 9 a.m. to go to a meeting or we'll have something at 10 a.m. and I'll show them like, "What's up, dude? How you doing, man?" Blah 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 blah. And they don't want to talk. And they just look at me going. Fuck yourself, Sammy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> at 10 a.m.? What, what people? You're gonna get out of bed and get ready. Like you're gonna be alive no, at 10. About a morning person doesn't mean you're awake, Sarah. More is how you act for the first four hours that you're right, awake. But, I mean, by that time, by 10 a.m., don't you think you should be acting awake? Most people, Sarah. I hate to break it to you. Most people wake up at seven or eight. Okay. okay. You are you, and the people that wake up at six. That's like reserved for you and parents. You know what I mean? And like that's it. Like, most people are up at 6 a.m. if they don't have to be at work till 8. So, this seems like an easy solution that you just have to start, like... Um, Hanging out with new friends, what you're no, telling me? No, 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 no. You just have to respect their... You just have to back off and let them... Give them space. But Sounds that's like what I'm know. asking. So, I need advice from non-morning people. How do I become a non-morning person? Like, what do I do? What makes you so happy to sit there in complete silence drinking coffee and reading your phone for oh, three hours? Dan will have this mastered for you. Well, good. Then he I need loves advice easing into the day. Oh, no. Me, I... I go into the day like a car accident. You know what I mean? I treat myself more like the Kool-Aid man. Like I'm just busting through a wall going, oh, yeah, and I'm ready to rock. I agree with you. I'm, like, all about that, too. But I think you just have to read people, and it sounds like they're telling you, and you just have to, I guess, like, be like, I always like to tell people, you know, let me know when you're ready. Should I just, like, wake up in like the I morning? I like that, Steph. Let me be- know when you're ready. And then before I actually start talking in the morning, just sit there and smoke a joint and just know to get myself back on their level, like, to kind of <laughs> bring myself down a little bit? Like, no. what do I do? I just be you, but know that some people are not going to meet you at that level. So, I would, let me know when you'll meet me halfway. Let me, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. Yeah, I always like halfway. that. Let me know when you're ready. I like that. That would you, that sounds really condescending, by the way. <laughs> Why? If I went to someone I love, there's someone I lived with, and I was like, hey, you know what? It's morning time. You let me know when you're ready to talk, okay? Yeah. 
What's wrong with that? That's not condescending. It's saying to you, when you're ready to chat, we'll chat. Okay. Otherwise, I'll be over here just like, you know, getting excited and uh, pumping myself up for the day. And by pumping yourself up, you mean? My penis pump. (laughs) I don't really have a dick. Oh, come on. No one believes that. I mean, please. I'm just going to let you keep on talking. (laughs) I'm just going to let you keep on talking. Um, Do us a favor, by the way, with this show. If you like this show, please share it with a friend um, and review us on iTunes. That would mean so, so much. Your reviews mean a lot, and they make a big difference. And don't be like that one douchebag who wrote a one-star review. We only have, like, one-star review, and he goes, that's an hour of my life I'm never getting back. You know what? Eat my dick. Oh, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> I was just being funny. I'm sorry. Did it actually stay well, up there? Well, you know what? That's it. You're an asshole because we have like five, we have like 245 five star reviews, and then you give that one one star. I uh, we didn't do that. Thanks a lot. You know exactly who it was. I don't. Yeah, well, yeah, you do. Please, there could be so many people. I can't narrow it Let down. Let me tell you, they love turtlenecks. <laughs> Okay, that's the only hint I can give you. <laughs> oh my God, if that was our former boss, I'm amazed he could figure out how to leave a review. That's huge. Yeah. Thank well, you. Well, he had his eight year old granddaughter do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Um, you can always follow us on social media at HeyFrage, at the Sammy K with just one M, and email Sarah at HeyFrage.com and Sammy K at HeyFrage.com. My God, mm. you all should have the numbers. Share the show. We heard you, even if you have a micro pain. You, you do realize we spent all night long with the measuring tape, right? I can't wait. I gotta go measure people. Oh. Sarah Fraser, Sammy K. Going for.